Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Why are you laughing at me? Said, I'm not going to get my healing. Never said, that's right. This is one time you're sure not going to get your healing. Remember the doctors told you this is incurable. There's no use going to the doctors for help. This one time you're sure not going to get your healing. He went and it again. Ha, 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 ha. Eventually, the devil said, you're laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? Said, because you said I'm not going to get my healing. Said, listen up, devil. In case you can't read, I'll quote it to you. 1 Peter 2.24 Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin shall live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. He said, I'm not planning to get my healing. Jesus got it for me 2,000 years ago, and I simply accept it, I claim it, and I have it. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. Good day, everyone. Welcome once again to our broadcast. We've been teaching uh, a new series, Seven Most Important Things About Divine Healing. Seven Most Important Things About Divine Healing. And um, we said, number one, that healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. Healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. We saw that from Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17, and 1 Peter 2, 24. So that was the very first point we made. Then number two, we said healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. And then we saw that from Acts 10, 38, uh, John 10, 10, Luke 13, 16, and 1 John 3, 8. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. And then uh, the third point we made, we said this, that God not only provided healing under the old covenant, but he has also provided healing under the new covenant. God not only provided healing under the old covenant, but he has also provided healing under the new covenant. And we saw scriptures such as Exodus 15, 26, Exodus 23, 25 and 26, Deuteronomy 7, 13 to 15, Psalm 103, from verse 1 through to 5, Psalm 107, 17 to 20, Psalm 105, verse 37, and Hebrews 8, 6, 2 Corinthians 1, 20, and then we saw also Galatians 3, 13 and 14, as well as Deuteronomy 28, 61. We saw Mark 16, 15 to 20, and also James 5, 14 and 15. God not only provided healing under the old covenant, but he has also provided healing under the new covenant. It's ours today. He wanted his servants well in the old covenant, and he wanted them to live their lives out without sickness and disease. Exodus 15, 26, Exodus 23, 25 and 26, Deuteronomy 7, 13 to 15. God certainly wants us his sons today to live healthy. Amen. To live long as well. Galatians 3, 13, 
Deuteronomy 28.61, and then Hebrews 8.6, Mark 16.15-20, James 5.14-15. and 15. So those are the three points we've made so far in this series. Well, we want to go ahead and make a fourth point today, and it's this. God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. So that's the fourth point. And that's the point that we want to start with today. We're not going to finish it today. We're going to conclude this point in the next episode. But we're on the fourth point. The fourth of the seven most important things about divine healing. And it's this, that God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to study the Word. Thank you because as we hear your Word attentively, faith is stirred in our hearts. Our faith is fed. Thank you because we take a hold of that which belongs to us. Healing is ours. We receive our healing. We walk in health. And we're equipped to be dispensers of your healing power. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, like I said, we're on our fourth point today. And we're not going to conclude this fourth point, but we're going to start it. And what's the fourth point? God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. You see, God is a good God. And He's our Father. He's a wonderful Father. He's a caring Father. Is a loving father. You see, it's not just that healing is his will for us. That's truth. But that's not the only truth that there is. God has also gone further to purchase this healing, to provide it, to make it available for us and provide various methods whereby healing can be obtained. Now, different people are at different levels of spiritual growth, different levels of spiritual development different levels in their faith walk. See, wherever you are at, God has provided a method whereby you can receive your healing. Whether you're a natural man who's never been saved, you're a carnal man who's born again, but you're still a baby Christian or in a childhood state of spiritual growth, or you're a mature believer, a spiritual man. Regardless of what state you are in, God has provided a method whereby you can hook up on. Several methods we see whereby healing can be appropriated in God's word. And we're going to examine different of these methods. And um, there's one of them certainly that you can hook up with. Well, the very first method that I'm going to talk about is actually the best method whereby you can obtain healing. You can appropriate your healing. And what's that method? By simply knowing and acting on the word of God by knowing and acting on the Word of God. You see, our scriptures that we started with in this series, Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, Surely He hath borne our griefs, literal Hebrew, sicknesses or diseases, and carried our sorrows, literal Hebrew, pains. Yet we did esteem Him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Just knowing that verse of scripture, amen, knowing that and acting on it and we see the same truth spoken again in Matthew chapter 8 verse 17 where the word of God says that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. And also in 1 Peter 2.24, 1 Peter 2.24, where God's word says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. You see, by simply knowing that, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24. See, the Bible says in the matter of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. That's two or three witnesses on it. Now, if you want to count Isaiah 53 and Matthew 8 as just one witness, because Isaiah, uh, Matthew is quoting Isaiah. So you could, count, you could count both of them as just one witness. That's just Isaiah. And then Peter as a second, then it's two witnesses. If you want to count Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 and Matthew 8, 17 as two separate witnesses, that's three witnesses. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17 and 1 Peter 2, 24. So you see, we have two or three witnesses that establish the fact that healing is ours in Christ Jesus. It's the best method for you to be healed just by knowing those scriptures, building the word of God into your spirit. Amen. Meditating in those scriptures until you know it in your spirit, like you know in your head that two plus two is four and three times three is nine. When you, we know it like we ought to, then we simply just thank the Father for our perfect deliverance. We refuse to accept sickness or disease in our bodies. Yes, you can pray to appropriate healing, but you don't have to pray to receive healing. You can just act on the word of God because there's healing in the word of God. Amen. So first method, just knowing that, knowing the word of God and acting on the word of God, knowing that our healing is consummated in Christ, that healing belongs to us because of the finished work of redemption and acting upon the word of God, acting like the Bible is true. Amen. Thanking, simply thanking the Father because we are healed. I remember hearing Brother Hagin talk about one time, he was in Pasadena, Texas, in the United States of America. Now, he had been healed of a, an incurable heart condition as a teenager. Many years after, the devil tried to put the same thing back on him. So about 1.30 in the morning, one day, in the 50s, about in the mid-50s, 1954 to be exact, he said he woke up with alarming heart symptoms. He said, and the devil said to him, this is one time you're not going to get your healing. This is one time you're not going to get your healing. You know? Then he just pulled the covers, the coverlet over his head and started laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. He said he wasn't inspired to laugh. You know, it wasn't like he was laughing in the spirit. He said, no, he was just putting it on in the natural, just laughing at the devil. He said, after a while of doing that, the devil asked him, what are you doing? He said, I'm laughing. He said, what are you laughing at? He said, I'm laughing at you. The devil asked him, why are you laughing at me? He said, you said, I'm not going to get my healing. The devil said, that's right. This is one time you're not going to get your healing. He went ahead again. Ha, 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 ha
And it went on for some minutes, few minutes. Devil asked him again, what are you doing? He said, I'm laughing. Why are you laughing? So I'm laughing at you. Why are you laughing at me? Said, I'm not going to get my healing. Devil said, that's right. This is one time you're sure not going to get your healing. Remember the doctors told you this is incurable. There's no use going to the doctors for help. This one time you're sure not going to get your healing. He went at it again. Ha, 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 ha. Eventually, the devil said, you're laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? Said, because you said I'm not going to get my healing. Said, listen up, devil. In case you can't read, I'll quote it to you. 1 Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin shall live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. He said, I'm not planning to get my healing. Jesus got it for me 2,000 years ago, and I simply accept it, I claim it, and I have it. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. So just pack your lying symptoms and get out of here. He said, you never saw anybody run so fast, flee so quickly. All the symptoms cleared in an instant. Now, what caused that? Just simply knowing and acting on the word of God. Amen. That's the best method to appropriate our healing. Amen. We don't need to have somebody pray for us. We don't even need to pray for the healing ourselves. We simply thank God that we are already healed. We believe it in our hearts. We confess it with our mouths. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. And because we were, I was. And because I was, I am. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I am the healed walking in health. Amen. See, that's what we're to believe. 1 Peter 2.24 is not a promise. It's a statement of fact. God has already done everything he's ever going to do about healing us. He laid our sicknesses on Jesus. He laid our diseases on him. And so the healing belongs to us today. So that's the first method. Well, a second method through which we can receive our healing is by demanding it in the name of Jesus. Demanding it in the name of Jesus. In John chapter 14, John chapter 14, verses 13 and 14, Jesus is speaking here and he says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, the word ask here is the Greek word aetio. One of the shades of meanings of the word aetio is to demand as due. Demand as your right or privilege. So, Jesus is saying, And whatsoever you shall demand as your right or privilege in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall demand anything as your right or privilege in my name, I will do it. You see, Jesus is one with his name. Anything Jesus can do, his name will do. Because he's one with that name. Amen. And as believers, we have a legal right to the use of the name of Jesus. This is not prayer. This is like what happened in Acts chapter 3, from verse 1 to 9, where Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And there was that lame man by the gate beautiful. And Peter said to him, look on us. Uh, the man had been begging for alms, but Peter said, look on us. The Bible says he looked on them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said to him, silver and gold have I none, but such 
as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The Bible says immediately Peter lifted him up by the hands and his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he walking and leaping, praising God, entered into the temple. How was that man healed? Did Peter pray? No. Peter simply demanded the man be healed. Now, pray scriptural. We're going to get to that in a bit. But you see, it is also scriptural to demand our rights, to demand our privileges through the use of the name of Jesus. You see, that name is the key. It's just like uh, your car. Uh, you want to get inside that car. You have the car key. The key unlocks the door. You want to get into your house. The house key unlocks the door to the house. Now, in a sense, you could say you opened the door. But in another sense, you weren't the one that opened the door. It was the key that did it. Now, if you were the one who did it, or who's the one who does it, it would mean without you, the door can't get opened. Or without you, the car can't get started. But really, it's not you. It's the key. It's the key that does it. Anybody, anywhere, who will take that key, put it in the ignition, and turn that key, that car's going to start. Are you listening to me? The name of Jesus is the key. The power is in the name. The authority is in the name. And in that name, we can demand that sickness and disease leave uh, our bodies alone. We can demand that the devil takes his hands, his filthy hands of our bodies because we've got authority over him. So another method of appropriating healing is to ask to demand your healing in the name of Jesus. Let's say you have a... Um, uh, uh, malaria. You just say in the name of Jesus, malaria, I stand against you. You leave my body alone now in the name of Jesus. What's going to happen? It will go. Why? Because the power is in the name. It's the name that gets the job done. Jesus said, all we need to do is to demand it in his name and he will see to it that we have it. Now there's a man by the name P.C. Nelson. P.C. Nelson was the number one authority in the Greek language in his day in the United States of America. Uh, during World War I, he had worked with the U.S. government, helped them in some translation work. Somebody asked Dr. Nelson one time, asked him, he said, how many languages do you know? Well, P.C. Nelson responded, Peter Christopher Nelson. He said, not any yet. And somebody else rephrased the question and asked him, he said, how many languages can you read and write in? He said, 32. My God, that guy was something else. He had high education. He could read and write in 32 different languages. That's awesome. Now, he said something that the literal Greek text here actually says, whatever you shall demand in my name, even if I don't have it, I will make it for you. That's how it is in the literal Greek. Listen, there is authority in that name. And that name belongs to the church. That name belongs to us. We can use the name of Jesus to stand against disease, to stand against sickness, to help set the captives free. Praise God. Well, so two methods we've spoken about of appropriating healing. First, just knowing and acting on the word of God. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Matthew 17, 1 Peter 2, 24. Then the second method we talked about is asking for healing, demanding your healing in the name of Jesus. John 14, 13 and 14. Now, you're not demanding it of God the Father. He's not the one that put the sickness on you. You're demanding, making a demand of the devil 
that he takes his hands off of you. You are demanding your right. You are demanding your healing in the name of Jesus. And listen, once you do, Jesus said he will see to it that you have it. He will do it for you. Amen. Well, third method we want to examine is through prayer. By prayer. Is this scripture how to pray for healing? Certainly it is. Praying for your healing. You can do that as well. That's the third method we're looking at. In John chapter 16, verses 23 and 24, the Bible says, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto, hitherto is old English for up till now. Have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. See, this charter promise is perhaps the most outstanding statement that ever fell from the lips of the man of Galilee. Most outstanding prayer promise. We have access to the Father's heart through the use of the name of Jesus. Jesus said here, in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. What day was he talking about? A Wednesday, a Saturday, 2025. What day was he talking about? Really, he was talking about the day of the new covenant. While Jesus was on the earth, he was with them. So when they were in trouble, they could ask him. They could uh, look to him. They were on the ship. There was the storm. They could wake him up and say, Master, Master, carry us down or that we perish. Peter was walking on the water. He was beginning to sink. Peter cried out to Jesus, Lord, save me. You see, while he was with them, they could ask him for help. But Jesus was saying, another day is coming. The day of the new covenant. I'm not going to be here with you guys physically anymore. However, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever, 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 whatsoever will include healing, wouldn't it? It sure would. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. He thought to have ye asked nothing in my name. See, Jesus had not yet obtained the fullness of his name at this time. He obtained the fullness of the power, the authority, the majesty, and the dominion of that name through his death, burial, and resurrection. That's how he obtained it. So Jesus was saying, up till now, you have asked me nothing. You have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. See, God wants our joy full. Your joy certainly isn't going to be full with your children sick. Your joy certainly isn't going to be full with your body racking with pain. Your joy certainly isn't going to be full with a death sentence in front of you or whatever ailment it is. You see, God wants you well. One of the methods of appropriating healing is to pray to the Father for your healing in the name of Jesus. Now, notice that we're not to pray for Christ's sake. No, that's not scriptural. We're to pray in the name of Jesus, not for his sake. It's for your sake. It's for our sakes. We are the ones that need healing. We are the ones that need help. So it's not Christ. We don't pray for Christ's sake. We pray in the name of Jesus. Then also notice that we don't pray to Jesus. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Prayer based on legal grounds is addressed to the Father in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we have a guarantee of the answer every single time. Ask, Jesus said, and ye shall. You see, that's the strongest you can get in the English language. That's the most affirmative you can get to use the word shall or will. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy 
may be full. So first we said, knowing and acting on the word of God. Methods of obtaining healing. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Matthew 8, 17. 1 Peter 2, 24. Second, we said, demanding your healing in the name of Jesus. John 14, 13 and 14. Then third, we said, praying to the Father for healing in the name of Jesus. John 16, 23 and 24. Now, let me mention a fourth method. We're not going to finish all the methods today. We're going to continue in the next broadcast. But let me mention a fourth method, and that's through the prayer of agreement. Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20. Again, I say unto you, Matthew 18, 19 and 20. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. You see, we can pray the prayer of agreement as well. Find a believer who believes the word of God, who can stand with you in faith to agree with you that you are healed, to agree with you for your healing. Notice it takes only two or three. Where two or three are gathered together in his name, Jesus said, he is right there in the midst of us. If two of you shall agree on earth. Now, the last I checked, we weren't on Pluto, or on Saturn, or Venus, or Mercury. This is earth. So this is talking about us. As touching anything. Any clue, anything will, such, will surely include healing. Anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. Or my Father, which is in heaven. You see, there are various methods whereby you can obtain healing. Look forward to speaking, sharing God's word with you in the next episode when we'll conclude and continue on methods whereby healing can be obtained. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.